Welcome to the I Am Winter Solstice Symposium and Fire Tenders Gathering. We are happy you are here. Please find the full schedule at IamSymposium.com. Okay, I think we're live. Perfect. Yay. Hello, everyone. <clears throat> My name is Kimberly Watipka. And thank you for being here with me today. Um, I'm grateful to be here with all of you through the holy days and beyond. Um, this past year in the Wind Apprenticeship Program with Renee and Bridget and Carrie and Terry has been so much more than I ever could have imagined. And one thing that I personally <clears throat> have lots of experience with is navigating change. And to learn, <clears throat> excuse me, and to learn how to call on the winds to assist me in that has truly been life changing. So what I want to share with you are some of the things I have learned this past year um, just so you too can learn how to navigate the winds for what's next in your life. To begin with, I have a question for you. If you happen to have a piece of paper and a pen or pencil, but I'd like for you to jot this question down. As you feel or sense the winds of change beginning to blow around you, do you fight it? Or do you allow yourself to see it as more of an adventure? So I'll repeat that. Um, <clears throat> sorry, I got I was perfectly fine and then I started talking. <laughs> um, as you feel or sense the winds of change beginning to blow in your life, do you embrace that or do you see it more as a challenge, you know, <clears throat> or more of an adventure? While you're jotting that down and maybe pondering for a moment, I'd like to share the cards that I drew for our time together um, over these next couple of weeks and through the holy days. For this, I used the Celtic Shaman's Pack by John Matthews. First, we have the Woodward, who is Lord of the Beast, and he commands the totem spirits or power animals, and he is here to support anyone really wanting to work more deeply with their totem or those who seek to enter the wood between the worlds to really gain and fund their own personal power. That's the Woodward. The other card that we have with us during our time together is the Keeper of the Wheel. And you can think of this as fate. You know, both of these cards are empowerers. The Keeper of the Wheel really turns the tides of fate in his hands according to a pattern that only he and the shapers know. So he can move through space and time on the wheel. So he holds the key really to all the realms. 
when he appears, he is about bringing about change. So he's here to set us free from impossible or maybe stalemated situations. I love really how both these cards tie into what I want to share with you today. And um, as I was, you know, preparing and thinking about being with you all, um, Freya wanted to join us. So Freya is here and Bear is also joining us. <sighs> so let's everyone just drop our grounding cords, take a deep breath. <clears throat> So we can all really focus on all the things that are being shared with us here today, the days in the past, the days going forward. Um, this is kind of a chaotic time of year for a lot of people. Um, so, yeah, just being here with all of you. Now, as our societies entered modernity and industrialization, we moved really from humans being to humans doing. And when that happens, it generates a lot of confusion and chaos in the bodies when people are so and become so disconnected from nature. And a lot of times so much so that we really lose our magic to the extent that many people don't even see that magic anymore. And so simple things such as deep breathing or taking a walk can begin to calm that confusion and chaos in the body. You know, and while you're walking, while you're breathing, noticing nature, paying attention, really listening to everything around you are all ways to begin to awaken that magic again within you. And by relinking ourselves to the cycles of nature and the seasonal practices or rituals, if you will, we can begin to find a less destructive way of relating to the living world. And to really expand more on that confusion and chaos and how it ties into facilitating change in our lives. Most of us don't have what we want in life because of something called emotional dysregulation, which is simply the inability to control or regulate an emotional response to some sort of outside provocation. And because of that inability to self-regulate, we're unable to remain detached from the outcome of our desires. So what that means is that we have become out of sync with the intelligence of life and we can't hear anymore. You know, we stop listening and we really need to rebuild close relationships with the natural world and our own understanding of our interconnectedness with the web of reality. You know, for me, north was always whatever direction I was facing. I honestly needed a GPS 
to get home from the grocery <laughs> until I learned the route. And then it became landmarks. I just knew to turn by the big tree, go right, you know, go down to the blue house, turn left, etc. You know, but since I started working with the winds and a lot of rituals, um, directions are much easier and not just in driving, but also in life. And I believe that's what's happened to all of us in some way. You know, that is until we recognize it and then begin to consciously make the choice to shift. We've lost our internal compass. And one of my favorite things to do is just stand outside, close my eyes, and just feel which way the wind is blowing. Where does it touch my body first? Do I feel it caress my cheek? Do I feel it on my left shoulder, etc.? And, you know, most of us weren't taught to do those things at a young age. But when we know different, we can begin to then train our children and our grandchildren in these simple but profound ways so that when they grow up, these skills will be there for them. And then we begin to affect seven generations forward and seven generations back. Can you feel the expanse of that? Like that's just not the only reason, but it's one of the reasons I do this work is to create change for my entire lineage. And fostering a relationship with the wind and connecting to these sacred cycles, not just in nature, but of life, help us regain those lost skills also, that skill of just knowing within at your core. And those sacred cycles are just as important in the stages of our lives as well as nature. So just like the tides and the moon phases and the earth seasons, we also have biological cycles of growth and renewal necessary for healthy bodies and healthy minds. And our wind tools are also very simple but profound tools. They are instruments for getting back into harmony with nature and spirit and allowing us to once again come home to the magic within. And you've probably heard about, you know, these tools that we use, um, but wind walks, wind baths, wind knots, wind whistling, you know, our own breath. These are all things that are very simple to do. Our own breath we take for granted, I think, sometimes because it's not something we usually have to think about. But breath means spirit, so what that means is we can never be separate from spirit, ever. And you can allow your breath to help you generate power within, just like you see those windmill farms that generate power. You know, with our breathing, I love the saying that in the gap is where the magic happens. 
because it's true. You know, just like all of our own what next moments, when we are in pause and we think absolutely nothing is happening, we think everything's falling apart. It's actually the time that everything is coming together. And learning to move into that gap in order to create intentional change is really what our personal connection with nature, the cycles, the wind, and our own breath fosters. So when you're working with your wind whistle, and even if you don't have one yet, use your hand. You know, you can make an O and blow. You can cup your hands. You can even whistle. But take a breath in. And then on the exhale, really just see yourself completely emptying of everything that no longer serves you. And allow that to be returned to the earth as a gift for transformation with complete gratitude. And ideally, the more you do that, the more expanded your awareness becomes and the more spaciousness you can feel in the body. And this place of being more present is where our magic can really be cultivated. So with the solstice, um, you know, speaking of releasing and emptying, it's a perfect time to be releasing all the thoughts, the ideas, the actions, anything that no longer serves us. And you hear people talk about this every year at this time. But this time of releasing and preparing for the new year, you know, closing out 2021 and moving into 2022, as a result of many upcoming planetary intensifications, 2022 will really be the year to explore new frequencies like we've never been able to on Earth before, especially, particularly in the realms of love and compassion, wealth, abundance. So you, you know, we as a collective will be propelled to shift how we approach just about everything. You know, it's a time to no longer feel like we're on the defensive and having to counteract, meaning there's potential for all of us. So it's time to play offense. It's our ball. So what I'm asking you to do is really examine the beliefs that you hold as parameters for your perception right now. You know, your beliefs functions as each of them as a parameter for perception an indirect input for the show we call reality and the story within that show that we each call our life. And the way this works is pretty basic. So instead of saying, I have to see it to believe it, this is the time to flip that and say, I have to believe it to see it. Because in manifestation, we work backward from our dream or realized wish. So if we can first figure out which beliefs we have installed 
And second, how they're looping, operating, how they're running, then we will have successfully navigated the changes that this end of year time is bringing to us. We're really on the verge of a collective reset and rebirth on this planet right now. This is what the events of 2020 and 2021 have all led up to. It's what we've all been waiting for, for centuries, for eons. An era is ending and a new age is beginning in 2022. So another way to begin to strengthen your magic is to write down all the ways you used your magic to authentically get what you wanted this week. I personally don't mind the word manipulation. I see it as neither good nor bad. Now, the act perpetrated from the manipulation, if done in, you know, in a negative way, you know, could be bad or black, however you want to look at it, bad, good, white, black. But if you feel manipulative in a negative way, when we talk about magic, I would encourage you to look at the parameters of your perceptions around magic. How can you challenge that belief so that your magic feels more authentic to you? So if when I shared that, you scoffed and said, well, I didn't do any magic, I would be willing to bet you did. Maybe you just didn't realize it. Did you get that parking space you wanted? Did that person you were thinking about call or text? That happens a lot, I'd be willing to bet. Did someone give you exactly what you said or even thought about wanting? Perhaps you received a signal from the divine about something and you listened. Or maybe you were consciously working on releasing suppressed emotions intentionally. After our time together today, I'd love to just see some of your magic you created this week. Below the video, you can list one, three, five things, whatever comes up for you. The goal of this exercise is that the more you name your magic and see it for yourself, the more it begins to grow and flow. And the more you can be intentional with it, especially when navigating change. You know, and anytime you're navigating change intentionally or unintentionally, feel into the different ways that you can integrate the four cardinal winds within. Mind, body, emotions, and spirit. Um, explore dream cycles, you know. Develop your own practices for reconnecting to the wind gods and nature. Discover new ways to increase your creativity and intuition. And I want to speak about that for a moment. We have a tendency to think that with our creativity, if it's not good enough to market or sell, then it's not good enough. And that's not true. Your creativity is yours. It's for you. If you decide to share it, great. If it's something that you make money from, fantastic. But it doesn't have to be. It's a releasing. 
within. So it can be completely personal. Nobody ever has to see it. So really working on ways to increase your creativity, increase your intuition are other good ways of seeing your magic and connecting. And think of, um, you know, different ways to clear suppressed emotions from the body. We know it can cause sickness. Um, fibromyalgia is the first one that comes to mind. But call on the four cardinal directions by name, and they will be there for you. Eurus of the East, who is associated with the mind and new beginnings. Notice of the South, associated with emotions. Zephyrus of the West, associated with the body. And Boreas of the North, who embodies spirit. And through this wisdom, we can restore our own natural cycles. And with the return of balance, heal our world and not just our own hearts, but the hearts of the world. And this remembering this coming home to our magic and coming home to nature and the cycles becomes a practice much more than it is just information. You know, action is and always will be a much deeper wisdom than words. And something just came up for me. If you have something else that you are teaching your children or your grandchildren, as far as, um, you know, connecting with nature, etc. I'd love that if you shared that with us as well, so we can all learn from each other. Um, as I shared, it's something very important to me, and I know I'm not the only one. So thank you for being here with me today or listening to the replay. I appreciate you. I look forward to seeing more of each of you in the new year. So be it. Welcome to the 10th annual I Am Winter Solstice Symposium and Fire Tenders Gathering. We are excited to offer this container for you to celebrate during these darker days of December from December 20th through January 2nd. We will be having live events every day in the Wind Clan. There will also be a recording available for you if you've given us your email address over at IamSymposium.com. And there's an opportunity to purchase this whole series if you don't think you can be with us live. So again, welcome, and we look forward to being with you throughout.